Tandem Nomads, episode 290. Let excellence be your brand. When you are excellent, you become unforgettable. Doing the right thing, even when nobody knows you're doing the right thing, will always bring the right thing to you. I love this quote. It's by Oprah Winfrey. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and the entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and resources to grow a successful portable business that is aligned with your lifestyle and the different transitions that you go through. This is your host, Emel Deregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. Today, I want to talk to you about branding. The thing is, about branding. And often when I talk with my clients, the first thing that come to mind when people start their business is to think about their logo and their website and their business cards. And I often say, this is not the place to start. First of all, in business in general, that's not the most urgent thing to do. But also there's a few things to do before, including thinking about what your brand is about. And branding is not about having a logo. It's about really understanding what is that relationship you want to build with your audience And also, what does your brand stand for? What are the values of your brand? And to talk about this, I'm so excited to have a great expert in this field. She helps her clients do exactly that. I'm really excited to have you here, Brigitte. Welcome to the Tandem Nomads. And are you ready for this ride? Thank you, Amal. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here today talking about brands and branding. <laughs> I love it. And then we can hear your passion already now about all things related to brands. But Nomad Nation, just a few words about who is Brigitte. So Brigitte goes by Bridget, Brigitte Boykowski. She has a PhD in global and personal branding. She is a strategist who helps clients craft meaningful strategies that effectively elevate their brand brands to unleash their full potential. After a career teaching marketing management and branding at universities around the world for over 20 years, she started her business and launched a podcast show called Brand Talk for brand lovers who want to learn from thought leaders, CEOs, business owners, and experts telling their brand stories and sharing valuable firsthand insights. Bagitte or Bridget, is also an international best-selling author of the book Significant Women that is all about leaders who reveal what matters most. She reveals how she got into her sweet spot and her journey of understanding her pain, which ultimately became her purpose in life. It is a wonderful journey that you've been through. And actually, before we dive into your great expertise around this topic and helping us understand how we can define our brand, I would love to hear a little bit about your background. You've been a nomad yourself, living between the countries and also traveling a lot. What was a little bit in a few words, the journey that got you before you even started teaching branding? Yes, absolutely. As you say, I was living between countries. <laughs> <laughs> Very early in my life, it was my first job. I was a flight attendant. Mm. And I was flying around the world for five long years. It was an unbelievable, interesting time. I broke free from this small environment here in Austria. I needed to see the world. I needed, I was so curious. I wanted to see what is out there. I wanted to learn about cultures, different mentalities, and I just wanted to become a flight attendant because I knew I could do that. And also because I love to serve people. 
That was a great time. I learned so much about the world. And as you say, I really became a global nomad kind of because <laughs> I visited four different continents in a month and that for five years in a row. And I was enjoying it. But there was one moment I felt like I was not intellectually challenged anymore. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? And there was an end date because the airline I flew with was Lauda Air and the owner, Nikki Lauder, he wanted to have young flight attendants working for him. So the contract ended automatically with the age of 36. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, what am I going to do afterwards? I just didn't want to become a housewife or figure out then later on. So I, I was always inspired by teaching others. And um, I was also on the aircraft, um, helping to train new flight attendants, become part of, of the airline. So I figured, okay, let's let's start studying. And since I love the world, I love to see the world from the meta perspective and like to surround myself with like-minded people, I went for international and I went for business education. So I combined both of that. And that was just perfect. My goal was after having done my master to go back to the airline industry, to the corporate world, to the corporate body of the airline. Mm. That time, the whole aviation or airline industry was going through really heavy turbulences. I would say it like that. And there was a lot of mergers and acquisitions. So there was no way for me to go back to the airline industry at that time. So I pivoted and worked with other companies. I was in the real estate sector. I was in the retail sector. And then um, there was an opening at the university um, to do my PhD in international marketing and management. So I went for that. And then I continued teaching as a professor once I was done. And then I went back to the industry. So my whole journey is like <laughs> from a flight attendant to a student, to a corporate, to a professor, to a corporate, to a professor. And then I was like, actually, there was always this dream. One day I want to start my own business. It, it was just, it was always in me. I just always wanted to do that. And I loved global marketing and management and specifically the part of branding. So uh, internationalize brands to go across borders, to grow across borders, to manage across borders. And then with my life, which was kind of very unconventional, right? And I went through a lot of wins and a lot of exciting, beautiful stages in my life, but also a lot of setbacks, a lot of pain. And it's the whole experience made me look at the person, at the human being behind brains, because every brain has to tell a story. And everyone, no matter if whether you are an employee or in an entrepreneur or a business owner or a manager at the different whatever sea level, you are a brand. You are communicating something. And especially when it comes to organizations, it's the human behind this organization, behind this company brains that 
that also make the difference that make those brands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I feel like I'm here because of my own development of being an imposter coming from, you know, an environment that was more about playing small and not standing up and telling each other you're not good enough. Yeah, I feel like I needed to break through this kind of lid. I put myself on top, breaking out of this box that kept me small. And that is the transformation to own it, to be awesome, to have mm-hmm. something to say. And if you can do that, then you shine. So that's my ultimate purpose here is to make brands shine, whether it's a corporate brand, a company brand, a product, a service, or a cause, or a, um, a personal brand. I want to help them shine. Yeah, I love to hear your passion. And I think what I hear through what you're saying is I think this important connection between our personal story and the brand we want to be. A lot of our listeners are actually self-employed or solo entrepreneurs. So very often our business is us, our brand is us. So knowing our story, our purpose is really important to be able to translate that, as you said, you know, to, to really shine from within in a way. So I think that's really important. Yeah. Exactly. Because then you you need to really know your customers. I always say from within, inside and from outside, you really need to get an understanding because then you can really help them. I think this is really important. So let's start with the basics and to help us a little bit get to that point where we can shine from within. First of all, what is a brand for you? How would you define that? Okay, so uh, I would like to start that a brand is not an option. (laughs) It is really something that is essential to compete long-term in the market. Mm -hmm. The question is really whether you want to be this commodity. I mean, since we are all brands, but a commodity is more a brand that has nothing particular, nothing to be outstanding, nothing superior. Uh, A commodity is usually something that competes on a low price level in the market. Mm -hmm. But we don't want to be one more of the same competing on a low price level, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to be a brand that is relevant to be considered, that is distinctive to be superior. And you have to be distinctive in order to shine out others yeah that creates values and satisfied and that is also credible that's really important nowadays here i mean you have to have expertise you should have to show trustworthiness and you should be liked in the marketplace yeah and um, when it comes to definition you ask me emma yeah we have to differentiate between brand, branding, and then also marketing. Mm. Because these terms are often confused. Yeah? Yeah. A brand right. is about how you make your customers feel. Brand mm. has duality. So there's this rational part, but there's also this emotional part, the emotional side. So it's, it's the head and the heart. And on top of that, a brand should also have this richness, the richness in meaning. So when it comes to feeling, when you feel something, it means something, obviously. What do you mean to your target audience? And what feelings do you elicit here? And 
It's about what does your brand say about your customer? So what does mm. Apple say about you? Or what does Adidas say about you? Mm. Or a, a brand that I really love because I wear it. <laughs> what does Lululemon say about <laughs> you or me? Yeah, It describes <laughs> your or my personality, my persona. So that is reflected in your brand. And here we come back to what I've said before. You need to know your customer inside out in order to create a brand that makes this impact. So a brand is mm -hmm. in that sense, the sum total of how you, of how someone perceives you, your products, your services, your company, etc., your costs. Yeah. So a brand is not only what others think and say about you, what they talk about you. It's really much more. It's how they, how you make your customers feel about you. Right. Like the expression, I think it was uh, Maria Angelou who said, people don't remember what you said or they did, but they remember how you made them feel. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's the same with the brands. And then you should not confuse that with branding and brand. It's the act, the act of actively building, crafting, mastering, defining your brand. Or you can also say shaping that perceptions others have. So you create a certain mm -hmm. image in the market through the customer, through understanding them inside out. It's it's the perception they have on you. And that's why you not only need to know yourself, who you are, you need to know your customer. Yeah, and what you stand for these other three That's building important. blocks, basically. And then marketing comes in. Yeah, this is another concept of branding. It's how you get the message out there once you have defined your brand and built your brand. It's about driving sales, it's about attracting attention, and keeping attention is the branding. Branding is always a very long-term thing. Yeah? It's creating relationship, long-term relationships that last that are sustainable. And here I want to finish that up that it that's, it's a really important advice. Start early on building your brand and never stop. It's a continuous process. And if you stop and something happens you do not like, others will define you. Others will brand you. It's something that you might not like. Ah, this is so good. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So speaking of which, no matter which stage you're listening, no matter nation, this is really important to think about, like your branding. So what are the steps then you would recommend to take when you start taking our brand seriously and want to define that brand? What are the, the steps to take? Okay, so when you want to become a successful and strong brand, it's about helping your customers solve problems, realizing their dreams, their desires, feel, make them feel empowered and accomplished, happy and joyful. So what you need to do is you need to make your customer feel that they are the hero in their own personal stories. Mm -hmm. It's really that you become a contributor in your customers' life stories. You're becoming part of their everyday life or part of their certain walks of life. Customers show and articulate their stories through other people with you, with a certain brand that is playing a part. For, for example, for me right now, it's, it's this remarkable device uh, I have here. I feel like... 
Wow. What is that device? Because I'm not sure our listeners can see it. <laughs> it replaces notebooks and printed documents. It helps you taking notes and it's electronic notebook. Yeah. It's kind of part of saving the environment. Yeah. I feel like I don't need paper anymore. It empowers me. I feel like really good about it. Just think of your favorite brands. What do they do? And you want to communicate that to the world. So what do you need to have? What are the key elements you want to build that up? Yeah? It's you have to have an identity. You need to create an identity who you are and what you're sending out, what you're communicating to the world, what problems you are solving. And this, of course, becomes later on when you build your brand tangible yeah? in, in the brand elements, the logo. The logo helps to really unlock meaning and meaning matters. Meaning always matters. Yeah, what we stand for. Yeah, you create uh, your identity around this meaning. It also then becomes tangible in slogans, in packaging websites, and so on. Yeah, so you have an identity. You create that, and then you need to have value. So you need to create value for your customers consumers, stakeholders, who you are directly or indirectly interacting with, yeah? And a value that is better than your competitors and that only you can create. So you need to differentiate yourself. You need to be distinctive. You need to be superior. You need to be unique. And so you're creating this kind of meaning. And meaning is about really nowadays of having purpose, and a significance. You attach meaning with purpose and significance into your products, into your service. Yeah. And experience nowadays. So we have identity, we have the value. It's a unique value that only you can provide and the experience. It's all about creating a smooth and exciting experience so that you differentiate that aligns with your values and with your customer's value. So it's on the whole customer journey. Think about airlines. It starts when you're booking online. Yeah, It starts with the whole like getting to the airport, checking in and, and so on. The experience on board, the experience after the service. So the whole journey. So airlines always come up. Yeah, Then um, it's the experience at the restaurant, at the hotel, it's a store like Victoria's Secret yeah, or Trader Joe's. I love going shopping at Trader Joe's. A, yeah, going grocery shopping becomes an experience that is wow. Right. And I think a lot of service, a lot of service providers and, and who don't even think about that. And I think especially like solo entrepreneurs, I often say, you know, people focus a lot their marketing and branding in getting the clients in. But I often say, actually, delivering your product or service is part of your marketing so that you need to think about that you need to think about how you're making sure that your clients have the best experience and the best journey yes. with you from the moment they book with you until af even after they finish working with you what are you doing to actually nurture that experience for them to to stay attached to you and to the value you provide yeah exactly experience is a driver of brand loyalty mm -hmm. it's more than just being consistent yeah it's a, a coherent brand experience that people can be part of a community that you create yeah being part of and share with that makes them stick with you you create a sense of belonging 
and if they belong to you um then you make them yeah they they feel like they feel good about themselves they want to interact they want to be part of a brand and uh, that should also be then not only the experience but the experience should be personalized even though you are in a community because it's about you the personalization is really key um it's like when you're receiving a personalized message you're called by your name in a restaurant or you check in a hotel hello miss Borkowski. so nice to have you here today again yeah mm -hmm. i mean this makes something with you it just it makes it makes it your day mm -hmm. or at the doctor yeah so it's it's wherever you are and where it is possible just make use of that so mm -hmm. here the advice is the general rule you need to stick out you need also need to stick out in a sense that a brand that works across different touch points. There needs to be a consistency as well. Yeah? So a brand has to be able to be moved from community to community. You have your Instagram community, your Facebook or LinkedIn, your whatever community it is. Yeah, But it has to work. It has to be consistent across as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as I said, you need to stand for something. And for that, we use storytelling. So that is an integral part of building a brand. And it's for us, it's the best tool to make sense of the world, right? Mm. We are hardwired for, for stories. I, I know since I was a kid, I, I loved people to read stories to me. I just loved it. I was like always waiting, yeah? <laughs> And that's why I have my podcast brands talk because I hear all the interesting stories from the, from others, you know, and that uh, a story, everyone has a story to tell. And, and that is what makes us unique. That what makes us differentiate from the rest. Right. I think that's a good point because a lot of people would say, oh, I don't see what makes me different from others. And sometimes it's not about the service you provide. It's about how you connect with your audience, how you connect with clients. And that includes also your story that nobody can copy because it's your per your personality and your story is yours to be and nobody can just steal that from you. Yeah. And it also makes you vulnerable, but not in a negative way. This mm -hmm. vulnerability means I'm open. Yeah, I'm open. I'm opening up my story yeah. so that everyone can hear it the way of how I did it, the way of how I overcame that. And that is also here very tightly connected with this authenticity because authenticity matters. Mm -hmm. Who you are, be true to yourself. Yeah, it's really, as you say, we, we connect on this emotional level. Yeah, be yourself because. Mm -hmm. You're building brands in the hearts and not only in the minds. And when you're telling story, stories, your customers, whoever that is, connect directly first with your heart and then with your mind. And when something connects first with the heart, you remember. So, for example, my mm -hmm. students, um, when I taught them uh, all the different branding topics or whatever, yeah, uh, when it comes to culture and different cultures around the world and with my past of having been a flight attendant I was like always trying to explain something to them while I was telling a story so what did I see in the exams when I asked them a question <laughs> of mm -hmm. my story so mm. it's really interesting because you see that that's top of mind that's what they remember and that's what they see 
what they see, feel, hear about you. Yeah. And that leads us to another topic I wanted to cover, which is personal branding, something that I know you're very much attached to as well, like that story and that branding. And a lot of us, and I like something you said also earlier is that, you know what, you are a brand, whether you like it or not, whether you do it in purpose or not, you are the brand. Now it's up to us to do it intentionally to build that brand in a way that it actually serves us and where we know, I think the more we know who we are and what we want to stand for, the better we can build that personal brand. But I know a lot of people struggle to, yeah, we know ourselves, but but we don't necessarily really know how to distill the essence of who we are. So is there any practical exercise or something you have to help us really distill what we want to be about as a personal brand? Yeah, so as a personal brand, It's all about who you are at your best. If you want to really work on that, you want to get there. You a strong personal brand is in in its sweet spot in or it has its secret sauce. They know about their secret sauce, and that's what they try to leverage and make them makes them shine. So, um, in order to to get there, there are some steps that you have to consider. It's it's basically like building a brand, a business brand as well. But when you translate that into personal branding, it would be also, first of all, crafting your vision. So you have to have a meaningful vision. It's about what legacy do you want to leave behind? Who is your future self? That's what you need to figure out. So this is of utmost importance. And then be inspired by your why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why is it like that? Why? What is your purpose, your North Star? Why is it that you want to do that? What impact do you want to make? What is the problem you're solving here? What's the value you bring to the world? It's all about the big why. And that's very big. And then you are on this vision, uh, on this mission to, to get there. Yeah, so what are the steps that you're setting to get there? And you also have to get into the right mindset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people suffer, suffer or have or live. Some don't even realize that's why they are kind of indirectly suffering. Yeah that they are limiting themselves a lot and blocking themselves are keeping themselves in this comfort zone. And in order to, to really shine and break away from being the best kept secret that a lot of mm. people are, um, they, they really need to feel into and, and, and get an understanding of what am I telling myself every day? Yeah. So from this limiting mindset rather to a growing mindset and, and the, the, the right mindset, the right belief set that you have should get you into a right feel set. And this mm-hmm. feel set helps you to be motivated, this positive feel set to get there where you want to be in the future. That gets you inspired. That gives you the energy. So that is that is the first, let's say, three mindset kind of steps. And then Mm -hmm. you also need to think, okay, so in order to get there, what is actually what are the values that I want to live by? What is it that makes me shine? Yeah, because you need to have a certain value set in order to 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 get to your purpose. Yeah. And then you reflect and then there's a lot of work I do with my clients on 
understanding their persona then who they are and then also and that i think that kind of closes the whole circle it's about also getting the input from the people that you are surrounded by so get the feedback from others it's opening up blind spots it's opening up strengths they see in you you have never considered being a strength right yeah there's something that crystallizes you know mm-hmm. so that, i think that is the that's the next step bringing that whole thing together and then making sure understanding what is what is the the roles there are several roles we're always playing in our lives yeah in all the walks of lives you're playing roles you can be a mother you are a manager you are a friend. So what roles are you playing? How are you playing them in terms of what are the standards, quality standards you're living by? And on the other hand, um, it's the design, yeah, your brain style. It's it's the way of you are interacting with your environment, with other people around you. That's fantastic, Stephanie. And I love that you said, you know, also ask people around you, your friends, but also the people you work with, how would they describe your assets and your unique way of being? And it would be very, very surprising. I also often try to do this test when I go into a new environment after a while to ask, okay, could you tell me what I do? actually. And that question was very surprising because, and that helped me every time to readjust my marketing and how I explain what I do, because depending where you are, people resonate differently. So depending on which audience you're trying to target, make sure to ask that question, you know, what do I do according to you, for those of you who didn't work with you yet? So I think that would be very, also another practical things to do and see, oh, it's interesting. I thought that it was clear, but it's not. So let's, and that could be a very good way to maneuver and, and fine tune your branding and your messaging as well. Exactly. And especially when you have something to offer. Yes, you always mm-hmm. need to get the feedback from others. And that's why it's so important to get the feedback from your potential clients to really do your homework to understand mm-hmm. what they feel what they need because as a personal brand you you are communicating in a certain way you have a certain perception in the market and what is that perception so if you have an understanding of that you can much better tailor your products and services according to your audience's needs yeah Definitely love that. One last word I'd like to talk about, because we could continue forever around the topic of branding. So many things we could say, but I know that one thing you're interested in, and I know there's a lot of people who are listening here who are working or leaving their job to start the business. And you have this whole concept around, you know, how to capitalize on your your brand as an employee when you become an entrepreneur. So what is that connection that we need to capitalize on when we are an employee and move on to start our business? What is it that you think we should capitalize on? Uh, capitalize on your learnings. I mean, for everyone, is it's really, really different. But I think we need to, first of all, capitalize on our personal brand, knowing who we are, and what we're here for and knowing our purpose and then use that if you want to become an entrepreneur as an identity you build around mm. your business yeah capitalizing on our strengths and everyone has them yeah there's so much we can transfer right from our experience as an employee to and I, actually i even 
recommend to when we're starting a business, if we're doing the same type of business or area or industry, an employee to a brand, the achievement of as an employee count as well for the business, right? It's not like we're starting from scratch. And I think that's the important thing to understand when we transfer that know-how and knowledge from employee to entrepreneur. Absolutely. I mean, there is so much, so much experience. I see that myself. Mm -hmm. And that's the walk of life. Everything you do in your life helps you to move forward. Mm -hmm. So we just need to see it. We very often don't see it. So we also need to get away into more this meta perspective to mm -hmm. see, okay, how did that past 10 years serve me? What did I learn? What can I take out of here? and use it and leverage and as you say capitalize on and use it in my own business right. and I'm sure yeah. there is okay. there is always something because everything we do has meaning and provides us for the next steps to go I love it I love it so any uh, final word you want to share before we say goodbye and any final tip you want to share as well as you know tell us a little bit about what's going on in, in the background of your business and and whatever you want to share with us before we say goodbye yeah <laughs> I actually would like to share that I'm launching my first online course at the moment and they have exclusive access to my knowledge so I'm, I'm, I would be really happy that's very exciting so by the time this episode goes live you might have already closed the door so what is the best place to find you if we're interested in knowing more about how we can uh, connect with you and know more about how you can help with branding absolutely so my website is uh, bridgetbrains.com or on linkedin i'm very busy on linkedin linkedin is my preferred platform but you can also find me on instagram so that's how you connect can connect with me uh, you can also have a discovery call together write me an email bb at richardbrains.com so there are several ways excellent and I will be sharing all the information about Nation in the show notes of this episode. So if you want to find all the links and the details about Bridget, go to tandemnomads.com slash 290. Thank you so much, Bridget. It was so, so nice to have your insights on branding and uh, and, and hear your passion through personal branding and branding. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. My pleasure. Nomad Nation, feel free to reach out if you have any questions or want to follow up on this conversation. And I look forward to meeting you in the next episode. Stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.